Self-isolating, so the usual premium still. sound quality still isolating. The uh, sound quality may not be as good as you're possibly used to. The content will be amazing as always. Content's great. Content's amazing as always, but obviously sound quality may not be quite there. This week's episode is entitled Close Encounters of the Sexy Kind, and I'll probably warn you there's going to be some immature humour. What's new? Yeah, um, I'm going to copyright Close Encounters of the Sexy Kind. Go for it. That'd be my, my porn film. Sure, make you a wealthy man. Yeah, this time next year, mate, you'll be living in a mansion. I hope so. And not just because Corona's killed off everybody and I'm the last man alive. This time next year, you'll be a millionaire. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I can't wait. But anyway, yeah, basically we're going to talk about people that have been abducted by aliens and... Next, let's say. sorry. Rephrase that. We're going to talk about people who say they've been abducted by aliens and sexed. Well, whatever. If it's not split airs, you say tomorrow, I say tomato. <laughs> <laughs> like I said before that. Well, ah, sorry. I was going to say we're we're about to talk about some people with mental health issues. No. I firmly believe in aliens. I just don't believe people. Nah. But anyway, we'll get into that. You might convince me. It depends how sexy it gets. Well, there's going to be a lot of sex going on. If you, uh, if you hear me faffing away, boys, I can only <laughs> apologize. No, I want that sexy. You're going to... Uh, oh, well, it may be for you. I mean, you will literally have sex with anything. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a point, Gaz. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity shagger. I mean, you said you got aroused by uh, by the oh, the, in Gremlins too, the female Gremlin with the push-up bra. Oh, who didn't? <laughs> I would probably fuck her. <laughs> he was hot. <laughs> uh, all right, well, Mike, would you like to uh, well thank and welcome some new and returning listeners? Yes. Delving into the top 50, Zurich, Switzerland, Mayako, Zurich, 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 Mayako, Japan, Tampia, Finland, Halton, UK, El Paso, Texas, Kingston, Canada, La Jubljana, Slovenia. Wow. I don't know how you pronounce that. Bengaluru, India, Manila, Philippines, Munich, Germany. Hassex, UK, Fort St. John, Canada, Johannesburg, South Africa, and the top three, Portageville, Missouri, Shady Nasty, and Niles, Michigan. Oh, Niles, Michigan in at number one. Never seen that mm. before. Wow. 
And we've got still a regular Finnish listener as well. I'm sure I've seen Finland a few times. Yes, thank you to everybody. Yep, thanks a lot. Right, so we'll start the show with some weird news then, boys. If you like. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Okay, so I'll take the first one. From the New York Post, nonetheless. Cops hunt for person wearing creepy 17th century plague doctor costume. Metal. Pretty male. Avoid him like the plague. What's he been up to? They weren't looking for him just because he was wearing that, were they? Apparently so, yeah. There's some footage of him just taking a stroll on the the village green by the looks of it. There's nothing wrong with that, is this, surely? Cops in the English village of Hellesden are hunting for an unidentified individual who's been creeping out locals by lurking around town dressed as a 17th century plague doctor. The menacing oddball, that seems harsh, (laughs) who sports a black cloak, hat and beak-like mask has been spotted several times in recent weeks with observers calling the costume downright spooky. Quote, a gym worker who vented on a community Facebook page. I hate those fucking community Facebook pages. Kids would be frightened. My mom would be frightened. I know that even in daylight, if she was to go in the corner and bump into him, she'd be so scared. Uh, another resident said, it scared the life out of my miss. It's terrifying for the kids. It's well, clearly for attention because normal people just wouldn't do that. Well, I, I would. What crimes you committing? Exactly. The crime is just... It's, all, it's in Norfolk, and they're all a bit too la-di-da, and they don't like the fact they've got some weird bloke dressed as a plague doctor trotting around. It's Britain 2020. This is what it's like. <laughs> it's full of Karens. I've recently yeah. learned what a Karen is. Karens and uh, fascists. <laughs> Karens and gammons. Hey, that could be a sitcom. <laughs> Karens and gammons. <laughs> Love it. Copyright me. Another gold mine, that one. (laughs) Although no offences are being committed at this time, officers are keen to trace the individual in order to provide words of advice about the implications of his actions on the local community. Basically, they're going to warn him he's going to get his head kicked in if he continues. Uh, (laughs) um, Apparently, they think he might commit an offence. Maybe it's a a creepy, creepy rape mask he's wearing, creepy rape outfit. Well, that's a bit of a leap. Yeah, it is a bit, isn't it? Walking around a park, uh, he's wearing a mask. He must be intending to rape. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he's just doing his bit and trying to protect himself from the fucking COVID. Yeah, but playing masks don't protect anyone from viruses. <laughs> well, this is true. I nearly, I had a word with myself today. I very nearly spent £16 on a Robocop face mask from oh, Richard. Really? From Wish.com, and I was like, no, that you will regret this. By the time it shows up, mate, fucking virus will be over. Well, probably, although I have ordered that T-shirt. I don't know if you saw my post on Facebook. It's a teacher which depicts Macho Man Randy Savage coming down from heaven to drop an elbow on an unsuspecting Jesus. I have seen that that picture, and I a T-shirt, and I thought to myself, that's gas. (laughs) So very gas. I, well, what swung it was, I read the reviews and one guy said people have literally high-fived him in the street, strangers. 
So is that what you want? You just want some recognition for wearing a T-shirt. I want random strangers to go, yeah, I think Macho Man elbow dropping Jesus is funny too, bro. And we'll have and a moment. High five, yeah. Yeah, and we'll have a moment of human connection, Ben. Are you that guard of attention? Is your ego that fragile? You need the approval of strangers to comment on yes, your T-shirt. Yes, Ben. That's why I think it might apply to you a little bit as well as as to why we put two or three hours of us talking shit on the internet every week for people to. <laughs> well, I just I know I'm popular, so. Oh, for fuck. I want to see everyone's favourite. Next news story. Okay, oh, moving on. <laughs> Horror scene. Naked oh, woman arrested walking down the street with severed head of her daughter and blood-stained kitchen knife. Holy fuck. Yeah. The daughter. Ooh. Ah. A naked mum was detained in a Ukrainian city today while carrying the severed head of a girl thought to be a daughter in a plastic bag. The woman was clutching a knife and reports said she threatened to attack police in Kharkiv. A video shows a woman naked on a city road as police officials and patrol cars surround her. A man named Anton, 40, later called police to report that he had found the beheaded body of his niece Christina, aged 11, in his flat, according to Vecheny Kharkiv. The man said he lived with his sister Tatiana, 38. Later reports suggested the girl was aged 12 or 13. The uncle said Tatiana had a job, and although the family was poor, the girl was not socially deprived. The woman was detained on suspicion of murder. Suspicion? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Unless, of course, it just broke her mind completely and mm. she didn't actually do it. Uh, I think she's definitely on the shortlist of suspects. <laughs> well, she's certainly my number one suspect, in all fairness. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she, she kind of had the head in a bag. Yeah, plastic bag nonetheless. I mean, if she found that head in a bag, and it sent a loopy. You'd think she'd call the police. Rather yeah, than... she's, she's carrying the bloodstained knife as well. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? It's a bit of a giveaway. Yeah, it is a bit. <laughs> if, I, if I saw someone walking up the house with a fucking head in a carry bag and a bloodstained knife, I was like, who the hell's done that? You know, <laughs> you wouldn't ask that question, would you? <laughs> I mean, thing is, I mean, I'm not immune to it. I see it in Dorley all the time. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, that was a lovely story. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, she's not a drug addict or alcoholic, so something's obviously driven her nuts. Lockdown. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Cabin fever. Oh, God. <laughs> we really shouldn't laugh, but... Uh, oh, well. Yeah. Not my mum. <laughs> Obviously, people are cracking. Should I read us a nice, happy story about sexual assault instead? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we shouldn't laugh at that, really. <laughs> huh? I, used, 
I saw this and I immediately thought, wow, that description. <laughs> what a headline that is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can say categorically I was not there. You were not in Hull. I was not in Hull at the time of the alleged crime. <laughs> Actually, it was a few months ago now, isn't it? Slightly older article. Oh, I was in a hall a few months ago. Actually, it was two years ago. I do apologise. For some reason, it got re, uh, reposted on Facebook. But still, were you in hall two years ago? Right. <laughs> and finally, police manhunt for fat naked man with... going to do a very mean joke then. I'm resisting. Right. Detectives have launched an investigation after a fat naked man with a small penis performed a sex act in front of a student. Officers received a call from a distressed female who said a man, quote, with testicles that hang noticeably low. Do <laughs> <laughs> your balls hang low? Can you, can you see him to and fro? I'm in a knot. Can you tie him in a bow? I don't know the can, you, can you hang from the ceiling or something? Uh, You'll never be a sailor if your balls hang low. <laughs> the Yorkshire police say they are attempting to locate the man who is believed to be aged between 35 and 45 and being described as of, quote, fat build. The female described her attacker as a very pale complexion and the force say police patrols have been stepped up in Hull Road following the mid-afternoon incident. In a statement, officers said the incident occurred at 1.15 p.m. on Sunday, November the 18th, as the 20-year-old woman was walking alone on Windmill Lane onto the woodland cycle path in the direction of Hull Road. He then performed the sex act on himself. Sex act. Why don't they just say he was wanking up? Because, I mean, I'm not expected to believe that this fat bloke with a little dick was able to suck himself up. Performed a sex act on himself. The man remained in the same location for around five minutes before making up. Five minutes, eh? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Anyone with information, please call North Yorkshire Police on 101. Select option one and speak to the force control room. Well, as this was two years ago, I imagine that he's been apprehended. I don't know. So, still time for you to turn yourself in, lads. Well, I want you to know that she says no obvious tattoos, and I am tattooed, so it's not me. Sorry. He said five foot ten, I'm five eleven, so it couldn't have been me. Haven't all your ta- <laughs> haven't all your tattoos come in the last two years, though, Ben? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason why you got tattoos. It's to throw the police off the scent. Yeah. Oh, no yeah. scars. I have no scars. Hang on, I've got loads of chest there. I've got a, I've got a love rug. Wow. <laughs> so it's not me, sorry. I've always kept my chest hair. I've never shaved it. Well, I still think it was you. Shall we do the main subject? <laughs> and obviously my penis is a lot larger. Oh, here we go. I was waiting. I was waiting. Yeah. Oh, the world. You don't world want me to neck for nothing. Oh. Handsome man. I'm incredibly handsome. Okay. He's a golden god, guys, remember? Exactly. He's got shit in you guys. He's got what? Shit in my yeah. eyes. <laughs> 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 <coughs> 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 
That's a smoker's cough. I do not have the coronavirus, although it is very hot in here. Somebody opened a window. Ooh. I'm feeling very flush. <laughs> sure, it's You're not the menopause, are you? Sure, it's nothing. You have any hot flushes? And a continuous cough. I'm sure it's not the coronavirus. All the menopause. Put- just put some yogurt on your minge. You'll be all right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the science officer Mike provided you with the cure. Guys. There you go. <laughs> yogurt on my minge. <laughs> the American minge is a colloquial term for the vagina, of which I do not possess. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been on Paltrow's website? Uh, anyway. So, close encounters of the sexy kind. Today's main topic. It's exactly what it says. And copyright me. Close encounters of the sexy kind. People have been judged by aliens and been interfered with sexually. Much like Russell Chase from. Um, Independence Day. Well, I don't remember him being interfered with sexually in that movie. Not in, not in the movie, but they said he was the ex-alien abductee, and his mate, like they're interviewing his mate, and they're like, "Oh yeah, when when he was abducted by aliens, they the aliens interfered with him sexually." Oh, wow. That particular detail of the film passed me by. Obviously, it made really? a bit of an impression on you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, for some reason, I've just received a message from Mike. As we're recording, and you call me the uh, technophobe, Mike <laughs> has been disconnected. <laughs> I hope he leaves all of this in the podcast. Hello? Hello. Oh, there he's back, and they call me the guy that can't work. No, it's a system failure. It just oh. cut me off. So, it's, uh, so you claim... <laughs> it, yeah, just because Mike made like a mistake, it doesn't like make you suddenly like not a like luddite. <laughs> and it, hang on, hang on. It wasn't a mistake. It was a technical <laughs> fault with the equipment. Oh. Nothing to do with me. Okay, System okay. failure. Okay. Well, so, uh, first, shall I continue? Yes, you shall. The first recorded case of this particular type of extraterrestrial encounter. Although similar stories had existed for years, uh, it was in 1957, so this is before Betty and Barney Hill. Okay. By a guy called uh, Antonio Villas Boas, who was a Brazilian farmer and not manager of Chelsea. I was going to say. <laughs> AVB. AVB. We're going to refer to him as AVB. A Brazilian um, farmer. He goes on to be a lawyer in his later oh. life. That's okay. to you. Bit of a chain. It is, isn't it? Farmer to lawyer. Yeah. I well, call in Brazil, anything possible. So at the time of his alleged abduction, Antonio Villas Boas was a 23-year-old Brazilian farmer who had been working at night to avoid the hot temperatures of the day. On October 16, 1957, he was plowing fields near São Francisco de Sales when he saw what he described as a red star in the night sky. According to his story, this star approached his position, growing in size until it became recognisable as a roughly circular or egg-shaped aerial craft, with a red light at its front and a rotating cupola on top. 
The craft began descending in, to land in a field, extending three legs as it did so. At that point, Boaz decided to run from the scene. According to Boaz, he first attempted to leave the scene on his tractor. But its lights and engine died after travelling only a short distance, he decided to continue on foot. However, he was seized by 1.5 metre, which is five foot tall humanoids, who were wearing grey coveralls and a helmet. Their eyes were small and blue, and instead of speech, it made noises like barks or yelps. Is this a gang raid by dwarves? That's <laughs> <laughs> what it sounds like. Let it, let it go through. Three similar beings then joined the first in subduing Boaz, and they dragged him inside their craft. Once <laughs> inside the craft, Boaz their craft said that he was... Sorry? A Volkswagen van. <laughs> <laughs> or a white van. Yeah. <laughs> Once inside the craft, Boaz said that he was stripped of his clothes and covered from head to toe with a strange gel. He was then led into a large semicircular room through a doorway that had strange red symbols written over it. In this room, the beings took samples of Boaz's blood from his chin, and after this he was taken to a third room and left alone for half an hour. During this time, some kind of gas was pumped into the room, which made Boaz violently ill. Fucking hell. Shortly after this, Boaz claimed that he was joined in the room by another humanoid. This one, however, was female. Very attractive and naked. She was the same height as the other beings he encountered with a small pointed chin and large blue cat-like eyes. The hair on her head was long and white, somewhat like platinum blonde, but her underarm and pubic hair were bright red. Boaz said he was strongly attracted to the woman and the two had sexual intercourse. During this act, Boaz noted the female did not kiss him, but instead nipped him on the chin. So obviously that lube's got to be some kind of aphrodisiac. He says, like, you know, he says, the report says that all he could think about was having sex with this woman after he'd been lubed. Oh, he could have just been a pervert. Well, maybe. It might be nothing to do with the lube. He might, he might have just been a bit horny. I mean, I'd have fucked her based on the description. <laughs> You'll have no sex with pretty much anything. You wouldn't well. need no magical, magical horn gel. So stuff oh, up yeah. some sheep in it, guys. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> she'd um, just be another one to add to the my collection of uh, of oddities I have put my cock in. <laughs> collection of oddities. <laughs> Sounds like Ripley's Believe It or Not. All right, I can't, uh, guys, I can't wait for your memoirs. <laughs> You know, I, I, I can't wait for the reaction to his memoir. Certainly <laughs> <laughs> won't be reading it. Holy shit! She'd probably never come near me again. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, come on, please. Back to this story, and I do mean story. You mean account? A story. Account. This is basically story time with Ben. <laughs> These people are all fucking delusional liars. <sighs> When it was all over, the female <laughs> smiled at Boaz, rubbing her belly, and gestured oh. upwards. Boaz You're fucking up pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she was saying. Yep, pretty much. Um, Boaz took this to mean that she was going to raise their child in space. 
The female seemed relieved their task was over, and Boaz himself said that he felt angered by the situation because he felt as though he'd been little more than a, a quote, good stallion for the humanoids. Oh, what a pathetic little fucking pussy. Every man's basic fantasy is to have some sex with no emotional fucking, um, like, commitment or, like, you know, have a beautiful alien woman just come and fuck you and then, like, be like, and leave and not want anything from you afterwards. This guy needs to get a backbone. And he's pretty confident that he, you know, impregnated her. Well, she yeah. was pretty confident because well, she's she was the one that rubbed her stomach and... Well, maybe that was, maybe it's, no. it was the perfect time for her. Yeah, but Ben, we apes are our closest relative. If we fuck an ape, it's not going to produce an ape child. So how the fuck is DNA from us and an alien going to mix and produce a child? It could happen. Maybe we're compatible with (laughs) alien species. Magic man. (laughs) Look at uh, Star Star Trek and Deanna Troy. She's half and half Spock's half Vulcan, half human. I hate to put it to you, but Star Trek is made up, man. It is oh, very. You're citing it as evidence for crossbreeding? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm I putting... can't let you get away with that. What sort of freaking fucking broadcast journalist are you when your fucking evidence is <laughs> Star Trek? <laughs> I'm not saying that's my evidence. I don't know what the alien's going to do with his seed. Maybe it's just been stored inside her, and they're going to sort of work their little alien technological magic and then turn it into some kind of IVF baby to put back in her. I don't know. I wasn't there. Well, why did they just take the semen instead of her squatting over a a Petri dish, letting the cum drip from her alien (laughs) vagina? Well, she left the room, that happened. None of it happened! <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows, Gav? Fucking hell. We How many stories is there, Ben? Um, four or five, depending on how long you want to go. <laughs> I could have found oh. hundreds, but I just picked the ones that most entertain me. Oh, fucking hell. Right, should we move on to the next one? Hang on, it's worth noting that he did become a lawyer in later in life, had four children, and took some story from his entire life. Never yeah, the lawyers known for telling the truth, lawyers, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> you should be proud, Mike, that he went from being a farmer to a lawyer. He well, good for himself. him. It's good for him. Still doesn't Just... mean that he's telling the truth. No, it doesn't. Uh, well, I just want to point out that the, uh, the whole patting the stomach, pointing to the sky, clearly indicates that creating hybrids is part of some weird alien agenda. Clearly? Or maybe she's we'll saying like, a little bit. or maybe she's just saying thank you, I'm full now. <laughs> well, maybe they, were, they are trying to create hybrids. Can we have the next story? Okay. <laughs> um... Simon Parks. Have you ever heard of Simon Parks? He's oh, I have. For uh, Whitby. He's a what? Labour councillor for Whitby. He is, yeah. Uh, again, known for their truth-telling. <laughs> so politicians and lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> so far, Ben, you're giving me politicians, lawyers, and fucking Star Trek, and you want me to believe... <laughs> what the fuck? 
Right. <laughs> next, next one. What did the fucking Labour councillor say happened to his Willie? Well, a Labour council, Labour politician has claimed his father is child of an alien he regularly meets up with for extraterrestrial sex. <sighs> councillor Simon Park. Position of power in the government. Sorry to interrupt, but does this man is he still a Labour councillor? Uh, I, to be honest, I don't know if he still is. Um, he this is a, shouldn't be. <laughs> well, why not? It's not affecting his politics. He's just saying that he has sex with an alien. He's clearly fucking mental, Ben. Well, <laughs> 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 apparently Sorry. he was re-elected twice, so I mean, oh, he must have been doing a decent job. Oh, God. Right, sorry. Tell right. me about his love affair. Councillor Simon Parks, who sits on Whitby Town Council in North Yorkshire, made the comments in a 2011 interview featured on a new Channel 4 documentary, Confessions of an Alien Adoptee. And if you can track that down, it's well worth a fucking watch. It is hilarious. It is fantastic. Um, it's an all-British documentary made for Channel 4. Do you remember the the the, 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 um, the northern woman with the blonde hair, Mike? You were I do. Every time she had a KFC, she got abducted by aliens. That was it, yeah. You know, I don't know what happens. Every, every time I have a KFC, I get abducted by aliens. And like she had a, it's a, a weird-looking son and his weird-looking mate sat in the living room with him, and I'm like, they're drugging your KFC. Yeah. <laughs> they're putting alien masks on, and chances are his weird-looking mate's banging you. Yeah. Anyway, track it down, it's awesome. The 53-year-old driving instructor said his wife was unhappy about the alien affair, but said she doesn't see it as wrong because it's not at a human level. Mr. Park says beamed up for sex, space sex four times a year by the extraterrestrial he calls the Cat Queen, and claims <laughs> they have a child together called Zarka. Shit name. Come on, they do! Alien Cat Queen. <laughs> he says, what will happen is that we will hold hands and I will say, I'm ready. And then the technology I don't understand will take us up to a craft orbiting the Earth. I can understand how you would say that because people say he's mad. So he says, I can understand how you would say that because you're not seeing anything yourself and that's your immediate fallback position. You come oh. and spend some time with me and follow me around for a day and you'll actually walk away shaking your head because you'll think, actually, he's not mad. I think he's clinically insane. <laughs> <laughs> Best okay. of it is, he can get onto a town council and I can't. Me, me think <laughs> the lady does protest too much. I'm not mental. I'm, you follow me around for a day. I'm not mental. You'll see me abducted by aliens all the time. He goes four times a year anyway. Then the article, he says, there are plenty of people in my position who don't choose to come out and say it because they're terrified it will destroy their careers. The town councillor has previously claimed his mother is a 2.7 metre, nine feet tall green alien with eight fingers. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So we're watching like... him. Labour, he's a politician, he's a driving instructor, he's a, a, a valued figure in his community. And a line Still doesn't mean that he's not delusional. What's his name again? I'm going to find out if he will do some live research. What's his name, Ben? Simon Park. Simon Park. Let's find out if he is currently a member of our government. It's Parks, I think, with an ES on the end. Oh, Parks with an ES. 
Simon Parks. Oh, I've got something else that came up first. Disappearance of Simon Parks. No. It's not the same one, though, unfortunately. It's a, a Navy man who fell off a boat in 1986. Oh. I'll put Simon Parks. the same M- dude. Simon <laughs> Parks. Is that how you, what you put? M-E-P? Yeah, Simon. Oh, fucking hell. The first thing that comes up, it says, Labour councillor's real mother was a nine-foot green alien. Yeah. You know, this guy's a fucking loon. <laughs> is that your in-depth research guys you come to that conclusion yeah I, I have just diagnosed him with borderline personality disorder and a severe case of country <laughs> <laughs> thank you doctor <laughs> next next <laughs> um, you, remember the, you remember the band Erasure yes Erasure star Andy Bell claims he turned down sex with an alien because he's gay. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't he just say, haven't you got any boy mates? <laughs> well, no. Erasure star Andy Bell has claimed he, de- he declined to have sex with an alien because he's gay. Maybe the alien should have shown him a little respect. The bizarre claim involves extraterrestrials paying the singer a visit at his London, England apartment. Around 1,000 spaceships and flying angels descended from the skies above in March last year and offered them a chance to have a sexual encounter with an alien with one tentacle. One of the angels asked whether I would like to experience what it would be like to make love to an alien. But I just thought, no. I just thought, I'm not quite ready for it yet because they're all a sexuality. It's all together, all mixed up, and they've got like one tentacle. I think the story I'm doing it is because I say that I'm gay. And their sexual experience is neither gay nor straight, female nor male. It's all mixed together. Wow. That's what stopped him? That's what stopped him? Not the tentacle. No. Or the fact that it was all just a figment of his fucking imagination. (laughs) (laughs) This is a respected musician, (laughs) man. And musicians, musicians are known for taking copious amounts of what, Ben? Money from people. Fucking yeah, mind-altering drugs. Thank you, guys. <laughs> and attention-seeking by their very nature. <laughs> so you're not going for Aresia's Andy Bell? Uh, I think we can uh, take that as a no. <laughs> okay. Give it respect. <laughs> oh, God. So, this guy, in the next article, David Huggins, he paints the sex he allegedly has with aliens. He lost his virginity at 17 to an extraterrestrial. Did you just say he pays for sex? He paints it with brushes, paint. you know, painted. Oh, I thought, you, I thought you said paid for it. I mean, suckers, man. <laughs> <Painted>. <laughs> Do you think these suckers have got three tits? <laughs> Hopefully. I don't know, but it's a comedy that needs to be made. Yeah, space hookers. Yeah. Could be the sequel to Star Trash. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> so oh, when he was 17, David Huggins says he lost his virginity to an extraterrestrial. 
The losing of virginity is supposed to be memorable. Most people look back on the act with affection and possibly a little embarrassment. But David Huggins says the first time he had sex was uh, more out of the world than most. When I was 17, I lost my virginity to a female extraterrestrial, the 74-year-old says, in a documentary about him called Love and Sources. That's a nice title. Yeah. The coitus in question allegedly went down in 1961, when Huggins was a teenager living on his parents' farm in rural Georgia. It wasn't the first time extraterrestrials had appeared to him. He'd been seeing strange creatures since he was eight. But on this day, as he was walking through the woods near his house, an alien woman appeared and seduced him. I thought, if anything, I'd be losing it in the backseat of a Ford, something like that. But it didn't work out that way, he says in the film. According to Huggins, these visits from extraterrestrials and his sexual relationship with them continued into adulthood. When he was interviewed with the story, Huggins said his last encounter with Crescent, who was his name for the woman in the woods, was six months ago. Um, he says, I was sitting down in a chair and a woman, Crescent, was behind me. She put her arms around me. He said, and that's about it. I don't know anything else outside of that. Wow. Um, he, Huggins is unnervingly matter of fact when he talks about his encounters. It sets him apart from what most of us expect from truthers and UFO enthusiasts. He's not in it for the notoriety and doesn't care if anyone believes him. When Huggins talks about fathering hundreds of alien babies, <laughs> yes, that's another facet of his encounters, he sounds about as even killed as a farmer explaining crop rotations. I tell you what, these aliens are fucking sex obsessed, aren't they? If they don't want to shag you, they want to shove something up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, just the other, uh, another famous uh, case. This is uh, Whitney Strieber, the, um, the author. You ever heard of him? No. He actually wrote The Day After Tomorrow. You remember that film about global climate change? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the bad CGI walls. Yeah, it was a bit shit, wasn't it? It was shit, yeah. But he then basically got abducted and brutally anally probed by uh, aliens. He wrote a book about it called Communion. I mean, how much can you really tell from sticking something up something's arse? I mean... Uh we discovered a new species, a new mammal in the jungle, would we would we bring it back to the lab and just the first thing we do is, right, shove something up its arse? <laughs> That's the first thing you'd do, guys, just shove your cock hey. up its arse. I'm a fucking bastard. I'm the first to find right. it, I'm the first to fuck it. Some of the women would be described as fairly They were all the same species as me. <laughs> first to find it, first to fuck it, them's the rules. <laughs> Not to be too pissed. I'm the only one with a girlfriend. Why am I getting accused of fucking dogs? <laughs> An asshole. A creature. Are you Welsh? Yeah, sorry guys, that's them's the rules. <laughs> you live with an animal. You are more likely to have sex with an animal. You both live with animals. You both yeah. more likely to have sex with animals than I ever will. I'll tell you what. If this, if this lockdown, lockdown goes on any longer, I might fucking think about it. <laughs> 
Mike, are you pushing for the lockdown to be lifted? <laughs> Saying that, I never got laid when it was the lockdown wasn't there, so... <laughs> Back to David Huggins. He says, quote, I'm sitting under a tree and I hear this voice say, David, behind you. And I turned around, there's this little hairy guy with large glowing eyes coming straight towards me. <laughs> I thought it was the Pokemon. I didn't know what to think of it. Uh, he says in the film, another day, an insect-like being that reminded Huggins of a praying mantis appeared. I was he very terrified. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was very terrified. It was like, what in the world am I looking at? And for an eight-year-old, you don't know what to think. And so he'd been visited by these creatures, and then when he was 17, he went to art school in the 60s in New York. Nocturnal visits from Crescent, the E.T. who deflowered him, became routine. Did they? Did <laughs> taking acid for this man also become routine as an artist? <laughs> so, to add to Ben's list of fucking people we're supposed to believe, we've had a lawyer, a fucking politician, a musician, and now a fucking art student from the 60s. Oh, yeah, because he <laughs> could have a straight head. having sex with him now? Fucking hell. As you see the fucking uh, the painting he's made of, of Crescent. It's basically a human female with a with long black hair and a grey alien face. Okay. It's a bit creepy. Well, it's his nan in a wig. You don't look at the battle piece when you're poking the fire, so it'll be okay. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently that little insect thing, though, turns up when he has sex with Crescent, because he says uh, one of the first paintings Huggins ever made uh, was of him and Crescent having sex. Um, the painting's not really all that good, he says. She was on top of me. I reached my climax, and then she and the insect being leave. Similar paintings fill his apartment. They're surreal and a little childlike, dominated by deep blues and greens. And he paints them all in starting in 1987. It says the deluge was triggered by Bud Hopkins, famous UFO researcher, uh, book Intruders, The Incredible Visitations of Copley Woods. I'm just impressed that this guy could get his fucking nuts off and, you know, actually ejaculate while some creepy fucking giant insect thing was watching. <laughs> <laughs> that could put you off your game, really. Could, yeah. I don't like a normal-sized praying mantis. I think they're terrifying little fucking alien-looking things. So a fucking eight-foot-tall one, that's going to affect my ability. To <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, Even is it going to eat us? Is it going to eat both of us after we've finished? Yeah, exactly. is it going to bite my head off when I have yeah. sex with this woman? Uh, can't you just go and wait in the spaceship for fuck's sake? Uh, <laughs> and I'm seriously concerned about the lack of safe sex going on here. Mm. Well, there's no safe aid, Mike. There you go, Ben. Ben, imagine this. Imagine this, right? Your dream sexy alien, right? You know, yeah. like dream one that Captain Kirk got on with, right? The let's green say you one with the red hair. Let's say you finally meet her, right? Yeah. And you're kissing her, everything's going well. And then when it comes down to it, you put your penis inside a vagina and it burns like acid. <laughs> right. <laughs> because no one's ever, do you know what I mean? Like Mike just said, you probably should have put a Johnny on just in case. <laughs> Inside <laughs> alien creature before, have they? It could have acid. Animals. Exactly, acid pussy juice. Well, 
In that scenario, <laughs> although it sounds a little bit sexist, I'm going to use one of the other two holes. <laughs> I could be even worse. Mate, if a fanny's acid, what do you think your arsehole's going to be like? <laughs> then I'll try them out. <laughs> <laughs> just, keep, just keep dipping it in and see where we get, where we get to. Yeah. <laughs> One of these holes will fucking work eventually. <laughs> it's like you trying to fucking make a piece of technology work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, you'd have to do develop some sort of fanny test that you could take with you, wouldn't you? Well, that'd be it. Yeah, that'd be the ultimate sort of uh, protection. Yeah. What if if, Gav goes up and obviously he's you know back in the day and he had a few you know had an STD or something and he got a <laughs> he got abducted and sexed up, and then he went to kill an entire alien species because they had no immunity to whatever he was carrying. <laughs> I don't take know. Take a civilization. Yeah. yeah. You just wipe out a civilization. Being because I had, a, I had a bit of fucking venereal disease. <laughs> That civilization was 50 million years old. You wiped it out in three weeks. Just did a bit of antibiotics, pal, clearer. <laughs> and just think, <laughs> these cunts can be passing something on to us, onto the human race. Oh, yeah. you should got to wear a Johnny if you're fucking alien. I think that's... Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to risk treat, it. Treat it like fucking a prostitute. I'm going to risk it. Well, well, good for you. Could burn your car. She could have a fanny like a Venus flytrap. There could be teeth in there, mate. You don't know. Yeah, have you ever seen the film Mice? Anyone seen no, the film Mice? The no. teeth, the film's called. How's teeth, is it? Yeah, that's teeth, it. Teeth, yeah. Is it yeah. about a fanny full of teeth? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> you don't want to watch you, mate. It's a bit shit, to be fair. <laughs> I'm not tempted in the slightest. Uh, uh, right. Do you believe this collection of fucking freaks, liars, and weirdos, Mike? Oh yeah. You believe them? Of course, fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I for one, um, I'm on board. Well, we knew you are. would be. So I've got a couple more articles for you. Oh lord. So, um, um, woman had sex with aliens and gave birth to hybrid babies. Where? Okay, where are Show they? Me. Show me. The mums claim to have given birth to half-alien children who live with their fathers on giant spaceships and claim other women simply don't realise it. A, a group of women are claiming they have children which are fathered by aliens who live with their dads on spaceships and describe their sexual encounters with them as the best they've ever had. The hybrid baby community believes aliens have been harvesting their DNA to create children that combine the best of both human and alien characteristics over a period of several years. Do they have a Facebook? Do they have a Facebook? Maybe. I'm going to join this community and destroy it from the inside. Um, according to two women who claim to have mothered children with aliens, 
the conception to happen either through artificial insemination or real sexual encounters. Former marketing executive Bridget Nielsen and video game designer Aluna Verse <laughs> claim that between them they have had 13 children with aliens. It just gets better. <laughs> Bridget fucking Nielsen. Yes. 13 babies. The body must be ravaged. Ah, I think they um, they take them out before they give birth. They take the embryo out. What, with magic? With science. Oh, sorry. Silly me. With advanced alien technology. Well, right. what's, the point, what's the point of putting it in there in the first place? You can take it out as an embryo. How are you going to... They can do that in the lab. They don't need the person there. Maybe they're old-fashioned. Well, if they're old-fashioned, they'd let it come to birth, wouldn't they? They wouldn't take it out as a little embryo. Or maybe the, the human body, the human female body can't give birth to it, but they can get it to so far and then take it out and grow it in a tube. Oh, because that terribly, makes sense. Terribly inefficient. I don't make the rules. These are aliens. Who knows how they think? Well, they're not playing by any rules that I know of. It's because it's bullshit, Mike. <laughs> The babblings of mental patients. <laughs> it's the dribbling shit of the fucking mental. <laughs> well, Bridget, 27, says her sex is the best ever, and that thousands of women around the world are missing out on such experiences because they don't. They have actually had hybrid children with aliens, but don't realise it. She refutes claims pointing to a lack of evidence of such encounters, saying the extraterrestrial creatures. Only take women who, on some level, want to be taken. Fuck yeah. Ben, so, yeah. let me ask you, do these um, hybrid alien-human babies, do they, by any chance, look exactly the same as human babies? No, um, not originally. Huh? We're talking, the first generation doesn't. We're talking a few generations on. I am going to get huh? to the alien agenda later on. Anyone ever seen one, apart from these women? <laughs> no. Any proof, evidence of any kind? Just their... Um, no, the answer's no, Ben. The answer's no. Their testimony doesn't count. <laughs> well, these women are actually quite attractive, though, to be fair. The ones that are saying it. <laughs> Anything. You'll believe anything, any old shit if it's a fucking <laughs> saying it, will you? <laughs> I'm just saying they look quite attractive. What's I got to do with anything? You know, they could get whatever they wanted on Earth. Yeah, like attention from the internet by making up bullshit stories. <laughs> well, well, I just had the best sex ever, ever. Oh, you can't see these beings. They're completely invisible. You can't have sex with them. But I just get the best sex ever with my invisible boyfriend. Well, let's, um, let's going... listen to what Bridget has to say. Oh, fuck. So, a Luna, 23 from Los Angeles. A Luna, Mum of three. A Luna, her name is. Oh, um, yeah. I was in a classroom setting with other humans. <laughs> uh, all of a sudden, like I sat next to this green reptilian creature. And immediately, I'm so sexually turned on looking at this being. I was very surprised. We were making love in this classroom in front of everyone. Everyone turned their attention to us. She continued. I'm not surprised. crazy. And people have asked if I'm off my meds. But this is really happening. It's not love. He needs to meds immediately. Hold on a minute. So she's saying that people 
She was shagging the reptile in the classroom. Yeah. No, that was the <laughs> thing she she thinks of. Oh, uh, right. So this is her fantasies. The setting that they, the aliens created to lure her onto the ship or to as a, as a, a, a gateway to get onto the ship. And what oh, does this book do for a living? Is she a professional comic book writer? Or? She's a mum of three. A mum of three. Okay. Any of them look like Robert Earnshaw? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Robert Earnshaw is a footballer who briefly played for West Brom in the Premier who has a and Forest. And Forest. I did enjoy that meme about Burnley and Blackburn being able to play each other then, as they're all related. <laughs> yeah, and you, you said me that on the, on the day of the 25th anniversary of Blackburn's finest day in the Premiership. Fuck all's happened since. Mm. Won the, won the uh, Europa won the Europa League, won the League Cup in 2002. 25 years of hurt. Or 18 years of hurt since the last trophy. Yeah, Jesus Christ, even that was nearly 20 years ago. What are you on about? To be fair, mate, we've got to go back further for Forrest. You've got to go back to 1990. Anyway, Luna says she was taken on board the ship in a dream state and described the sex she had with one as one of her most vivid memories. Of course, it's a vivid memory. She fucks some aliens on a ship. I'd expect it to be vivid. A reptilian, nonetheless. A reptilian. Oh, God. Nah. Okay, come on. Sorry, I'm making it last longer. Let's get through this. Some of the women in the hybrid baby community, which have members uh, aged from 19 to some in their 60s, claim to have more than 10 children with aliens. However, they can mm. never meet their children on Earth. And Bridget said there is a sadness because you can't be with them. Right. Bunch of dirty slags, what they're saying, isn't it? <laughs> Abandoned their alien kids. <laughs> now, I bet all them ten very, kids are from different alien fathers. <laughs> it's very convenient that we can't see these kids and that they can't come to Earth, isn't it? Yeah, well, they... You know, sort, of, sort of almost as if, like, it's complete and total bollocks. There was uh, one ab- repeat abductee who um, allegedly had... Well, she was pregnant, and then she had a miscarriage, and then she was re-abducted, and they handed her a hybrid baby and sort of gestured that it was hers. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, if you don't want it, it's fucking... <laughs> Defected, take it. What the fuck do you expect to do with this? For women who refuse to accept they may have alien children, Bridget says there are certain things they can look for in their lives that might suggest otherwise such as reoccurring dreams about doctor's offices or classrooms, missing time and false pregnancies. These could mean you have hybrid children. Oh, God. <laughs> the pair now have plans for a place where all the hybrid mothers can live together in the same home to act as a safe place for their children to visit. I'm speechless. Says, People say we're crazy, but we're not. This is really happening to us. <laughs> uh, any evidence? Even a photograph of them with their child? No, just they've drawn some pictures of what oh. the children look like. <laughs> some mad scrawlings in crayon. Ben, if I drew a picture, if I told you I was shagging a uh, Brazilian supermodel, but oh, I didn't have any right. 
No photos of her, no evidence, but I drew, I drew a picture of her. Would you, would you believe me? Well, Gav, you got a mobile phone with a camera and video. So they. No, yeah. Not in the, on a spaceship. They have a phone. Why wouldn't it work? Why you? wouldn't the camera work on a spaceship? Because they have a phone taken off them. Oh, convenient. See that story? Bullshit. They blatantly have their phone taken off them. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to send you a picture of the drawing of this fucking supermodel. <laughs> well, if you give me, the... Ed, if you give me all your wages at the end of the month, yeah. I'll. Shagger one day. One day? Yeah. Come oh, on, you fuck. Why not at the end of the month? I'll show you the crayon drawing to prove she's real. Money. What do you take a picture of with your phone? Phone doesn't work. The aliens took it off. <laughs> <laughs> she's an alien now, isn't she? No. No, oh, she's got that rare disease where... Anything around the electrical cuts out within six feet, so. <laughs> I must have gotten the dinner with her a pain in the arse. <laughs> thing is, he's a Brazilian supermodel. <laughs> embarrassed about sleeping with a, with a van driver from Telford. So she oh, I see. Any, any evidence of it, you see. So I will have to just draw your picture. But, you know, you believe these women and their pictures, so you'll obviously believe me. Well, they're having an account. I mean, is these are aliens? I, mean... I just told you. That was my account. <laughs> do you want the, um, the last article then I've got for you? Oh, God. I do yeah. want to draw attention to hybrid babies and a, a possible alien agenda, because that's what I'm going to end the, uh, the show on. This is a biggie, is it? This is the one that's meant to tip us over the edge and convince us. Well, this one is written by an Oxford University lecturer. So, obviously, it's true. Well, if you're saying that these people before weren't good enough, now we've got an academic at Oxford, nonetheless. So, academics are immune to mental health issues, then, are they? No, no, not (laughs) at all. Exactly. Let's hear what the mad cunt's got to say. Well, I should um, finish off this highly compelling and evidential testimony about aliens having sex with children, uh, having sex with children, <laughs> having sex with women, <laughs> and producing children. Um, hybrids, why is this happening? Why Pe- would this be happening? Pedo-aliens? Well, maybe there's pedo-aliens. Maybe Sal was an alien. You look a bit weird, let's face it. But then, none of it's happening, mate. We don't what know that. The question you're really asking is, why are these, why do these people with mental health issues keep coming forward with these fantastical stories? Right. Well, come on, come on, Ben. Let's hear the uh, Oxford professor. Oxford University academic. So, alien hybrids born from a mixed parentage will survive humans on Earth when climate change ravages the planet. I'm waiting for Gaz's input. Well, my input is why. Well, Young Hai Chi, who teaches at Oxford's Oriental Institute, that was presented by him. The Oxford academic is a firm believer in the theory of alien visitation and frequent abductions by extraterrestrials. Hold on a second. Pedal back. I asked why. Why is it that the hybrids can survive, but we can't? 
Maybe there'll be uh, our special genes that help them survive in a. a oh, so it's climate. Oxford Professor's got no answer on that. Special genes. Oh, we're going to get to it in a minute. That's the first paragraph of the article, Mike. Yeah, it's a bit of a bombshell, isn't it? It's a bit of a bombshell statement. I want some evidence to back it up. How well, are they going to survive? This is- this is how articles are written. They give you the bombshell statement and then they back it up all the way through the article. Special Wow. Come on, let's oh. get through this. What's this fucking arsehole doing? <laughs> Dr. Chi believes a link between the number of alien reductions and climate change is very real. One possibility is they find our DNA valuable for the preservation of the stock. Secondly, to create species which can survive in the future climate conditions. Thirdly, some abductees report these hybrids have a very high intelligence, so they're producing these hybrids as a problem solver or future leader. Why don't the aliens just stop climate change instead of making weird hybrids that are going to survive it? Why maybe don't they stop it? Well, maybe there's a sinister agenda underlying it all. Oh. Maybe. The ultimate goal is to create a hybrid race who are being positioned in society uh, to act as leaders and influential figures. Will it be mankind's dethroning as rulers of Earth? Well, I'm not voting for anyone that looks like Rob Earnshaw. No, they won't look like Rob Earnshaw. The second or third generation of hybrid hybridization, they'll look virtually human, but they'll have alien genes. What? Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Quote <laughs> a book I've been reading called Earth and Alien Enterprise by Timothy Good. Basically, it's all about controlling us. They're slipping these hybrids into positions of power on the lower levels, and by the third or fourth generation of it, boom, they're going to be presidents, they're going to be prime ministers. We're going to be an endangered species on our own planet. Right. So, what we're we supposed to do about it then? Well, what can we do? Well, just forget this ever happened. <laughs> and move on. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, another scenario is are the aliens having um, trouble breathing? So they're trying to take our DNA in theirs and mix it into a hybrid race? I guess, no, it's not, um, it's not that either, Ben. Not no. that either. No. Well, <laughs> are, you, are you not going for this as a concept? Um, <laughs> end, no, I'll give you the examples. No, I want, I want I uh, decisions. I want, I want I, opinions. I don't think you do want to hear our opinions, Ben. Opinions. My opinion is it's it's the driveling, insane ramblings of damaged, fragile, broken, fucked up, twisted, shitty, wanky little people desperate for some fucking attention. Wow. <laughs> wow. Sad little men making up stories about <laughs> cubed aliens having their babies in space. The fucking ramblings of of of, of idiots. Wow. The stories sound like shit pornos. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be saying that when I ask you to star in close encounters with the sexy kind. Why if I have to fucking Eight foot praying mantis, I'm not. <laughs> In a word, Ben, it's bollocks. It's not. It's a, I'm it's not a saying. I definitely believe in the existence of extraterrestrials. 
Do I believe they come here and meet up with random fucking middle-aged men in the middle of nowhere and deflower them and fuck them and all this bollocks? No, of course not. He wasn't middle-aged and deflowered him. He was 17. Oh, absolute shite. Who cares? All the stories are the same because they're fictional. Ben, obviously want our seeds. I agree with you. It is a possibility. Possibility. That possibility is so minuscule. It is a number that is unsayable on a podcast. I can't believe I'm I'm working with two such close-minded people. Close-minded. 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 I bet you're racist and homophobic and everything too. Probably, but I mean, what's that got to do with the alien shit? Well, you have an open mind, man. (laughs) There's literally zero evidence. It's the testimony of shitheads. And I'm not. Only five accounts that ever happened. These are. They're the best of the creme de la creme. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's various books uh, about this, this scenario. Yeah. Do you know what, Ben? There's also various books about Harry fucking Potter. <laughs> There's more books about this than there is Harry Potter. Doesn't mean it's fucking... Oh, God. Mike, is that your I'm give, Yeah, I'm giving mine. Right. Do we need Ben's? <laughs> well, obviously, I think it's a distinct possibility. I think it could be happening. You wish it was happening. Yeah. You? I think it you could wish. be happening. I think it could be. Whether a Kingdom of Men style scenario for the aliens where they can't breed, so they're trying to create a uh, hybrid, or maybe to infiltrate the governments of the Earth as super intelligent hybrids who are going to rule us one day. I'll say one thing. Invasion. I'll say one thing. It makes a fantastic novel, sci fi novel. Yeah. And leading to me becoming leader of the human resistance. Well, as for reality, I think it's a load of bollocks. Yeah, I think it's a distinct possibility. Excellent. I'm yes. for it. Same as I'm down for the Kelly Hopkins villain counter. Of course you are. Yeah, of course you are, yeah. Same as I'm down for uh, Roswell. Everything. Well, there's some evidence for it. Is there? Well, yeah, there's more evidence than this. A lot more than fucking just some bloke's story. No evidence, Ben. No evidence. You've offered me nothing. Anecdotal evidence. That's not good. That's the paper it's written on. There's verbal evidence. That's all we've got to go on. That's, um, well, it's not enough, Andres is it? Villas, Andres Villas-Boas did actually try and steal something from the UFO to prove it was real, and they took it off him. The oh, took it off him. of course he did. I think we've spent enough time on this uh, on this fiction. Should we do some weird news? Fiction? I don't know. <laughs> Just close-minded people. Yes, and I'm proud of it. Moving All on. Right, then. Weird news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. So, Royal Mail bans postmen from wearing fancy dress to cheer up residents in lockdown. Michael Nellum, 51, has been cheering up residents during lockdown by wearing, and I'm going to quote, Wacky outfits to deliver the post. This is a callback from an earlier weird news article that we had a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah that unfunny fuck. I can't remember. Did we slag him off? Yeah, I did. Oh, right. I liked it. Royal Mayor has banned a post from wearing a fancy dress costume illustrating his job's most famous hazard. 
Michael Nellums, 51, has been cheering up residents during lockdown, that's debatable, by wearing wacky outfits to deliver the post. But one pair of inflatable trousers with a dog biting his rear was deemed insensitive after a complaint. Some people. Don's a different outfit every day. He must have more money than fucking sense. And his virginity. He's doing a good thing. He's doing a good thing. He's making people... He's making people feel happy during the lockdown. I don't see a problem. I like Mike, it. He pushes a letter through my letterbox that I'm usually asleep for. It's not just for you, Ben. I couldn't give two fucks whether he was dressed as Santa Claus or a fucking general postman. Yeah, Who but the world the world doesn't fucking revolve around you, does it, Ben? There's well, other people to do. consider. <laughs> it does in his head. It does, yeah. Of what about the kids? Psychological problems. Kids have been locked up for weeks, bored as hell. They've got Xboxes. They never went out before anyway. <laughs> oh, fucking... Get on with it, fucking you old miser. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Mum of three, Lindsay Ruhan, 33, said her kids loved the outfits and added, when I heard he'd been ordered to start wearing a dog bite one, I thought it was a joke. Royal Mail said, last year saw 2,484 dog attacks on postmen and women across the UK, some resulting in serious injury. Wow. You know, well, yeah, so what? Yeah, so he's making a joke about it, I don't see the problem. Well, some people are very, if, let's say if you're psychologically traumatised by your dog attack, if it was like, you know, the ending of once upon a time in Hollywood. Which I haven't seen yet. Well, so I take my headphones out and you can say spoiler alert and then I'll... No, no. Uh, that's, not, that's all I was going to say. I am going to praise the postal workers as this article indicates. They have been doing a fantastic job, obviously. Yeah, have you been, been clapping for them, have you? Have you been clapping for them? I have not been clapping for anybody, Mike. Uh... Remember when he fucking said to me yesterday in a message, did you see that, Mike, that he's a key worker? Yeah. You'd be fucking working. <laughs> I, my job is class as a key mind. worker. I'm just on furlough for medical reasons. Fuck. Yeah, so you should be clapping with the other key workers like the rest of us. Oh, I don't want to go outside and clap. Why not? Showing you appreciation on you. It's just a little, giving a little back. Five minutes. Give me everything back, though, is it? If I was if I was at work, right, and I'm sat, I get in from work on on a Thursday night, and I'm sat in my foot room, and all of a sudden a bunch of people start coming out, so I'm banging fucking saucepans and clapping. Again, it's all about you again, isn't it? What about the other people? They're at work and they're risking their lives. What I'd be thinking was, "Hmm, I wish I had a pay rise and wasn't classed as an unskilled worker on the bottom rung of the ladder. I wish all these fuckers were a bit more courteous to me any other time. Because I'm doing a job to keep them going. Oh, yeah, clap, 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 clap. I'm not fucking recognising you at the time. No, am I? Am I? You're not doing anything. That's hypothetically if I was still at work. <laughs> <laughs> hypothetically, technically, you're a fucking dosser, mate. So get and off you know your I've loved every fucking minute <laughs> of it. Applaud me. I'm not applauding. <laughs> I'm not applauding. No. I'm, not sheeple. I'm not one of the sheeple. I won't applaud. You're different, aren't you? <laughs> I am. So different. 
I remember when I told you to Google delusions of grandeur. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you she hasn't done it. <laughs> I love it. I just, I, no, no, it's, it's a pointless act. All right, you made your point clear. Should we move on to the next news? Hang on, I just want to say that the postal workers have been going around with a lack of protective equipment or major social, social dis, facing social distancing challenges. And they've been doing what they've been doing for the last 500 years, delivering mail and parcels to keep the nation moving. Yes, so have I. So applaud me too. There you go. I could hear yeah, the sarcasm in that clap. I, yeah, it was a sarcastic clap. Wasn't I, it? I meant every single microwave <laughs> moving. Yeah. Well, you alien believing freak. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on, we're going to go out and try and contact the aliens soon. Yeah, when the lockdown's over. Bunk up their acid fannies. I want to try and fuck an alien chick while we're at the point. <laughs> <laughs> they might be metaphysical beings. They're not going to come down and wank us up. They're going to fucking be flying around up in the sky. Well, why can't they come down and wank me up? It's not going to work for you anyway, because you're going to be pissed and stoned. And then you'll be wondering why it didn't work. And I've, I've fucking told you, it fucking says there in black and white, don't get pissed and stoned. Well, is it stoned then? No, none of it. So we've got to sit you just need to accept that they're never going to fucking communicate with you. You have to be full of peace and love and happiness. Oh, yeah, and... full of peace and love and happiness. <laughs> <laughs> and it's against the applauding of the key workers of this country. You're not full of happiness. Look, I've explained this before. The people who are clapping voted Labour, and oh. we have a better-paid NHS, that hasn't been defunded and t- money strangled from it over the last 10 years. But no, they've got yeah. their feet because they want Brexit. So and I feel it. exactly the same way you, but it's about the issue. But well, I'm still clapping. Well, you don't have you? to be two opposing, you don't have to have two opposing Am I opinions a on it. in this country anymore? No. Am I, <laughs> freedom of thought, their freedom of will, am I allowed freedom of speech? Of course. Not really. No, no, I'm going to do anything that anyone else is doing. I can sit in my house and play card. So of course I'm you can. Of course and you can. I, am, I have become one of the finest snipers you'll ever see but on then, card, by the way. Yeah, but Ben, but then you can't go and say I'm full of peace, love and happiness. <laughs> yeah, you oh, yeah, gonna... oh, you know what? Let's just do the next article. We're going around in circles. <laughs> Full of peace, love, and happiness. So I mean, there happy been, people. Listen to it every day, mate. Ben, there have been some fucking, some really, really crazy things said in the two and a half years of this podcast. I mean, some absolutely bananas out there shit. But the statement that you are full of... <laughs> the biggest crock of shit I have ever... <laughs> Whatever I bet will. our listeners disagree. <laughs> I bet they fucking don't. I bet they do. <laughs> of course yes, you do. No listener, am I full of peace, love and happiness? Oh, God. Look, yeah, Mike, do the next story. <laughs> oh. <laughs> happiness and love it provokes in Ben. Yep. 
A woman cut a hole in a face mask to make it, quote, easier to breathe. <laughs> what a fucking dumbass. <laughs> wow. Okay. Maybe it's one of peace, love, and happiness, but I'm also a firm advocate of Darwinism. Yeah, me too. A Kentucky woman was filmed on TikTok buying some gas at SJ Food Mart near Lexington. She was wearing a face mask in order to help curb the spread of coronavirus. Typically, all of this will be totally normal, considering the current circumstances. The woman had, however, made an unusual adjustment to her face mask. She cut a hole in it so that she so it would be easy to breathe. <laughs> wow. I've seen this video. It's incredible. Wow. Well, I think this does sum up certain American people who, um, let's face it, may not be the brightest sparks. We've got some pretty dumb people in this. We have. I mean, in fact, there was a demonstration against social distancing and the lockdown today in various various cities across the UK. Uh, The one in Manchester, no one showed up to. Um, the one in London had a few. Jeremy Corbyn's brother was arrested at the one in London, actually. Oh, was he? Yeah, Piers Corbyn. He's a climate denier, you know. Yeah, he is. And he's saying, and he was, as he was getting dragged off, he was saying that um, it was all 5G and this is all a hoax. And oh, no. He, he was full on conspiracy theorist, yeah. Nah. Well, full on. So, yeah, the I think there was less than a hundred at the London one on Speaker's Corner in Hyde Park. They're allowed yeah. to. They are, but at least they're not, at least they're not turning up with automatic rifles like they are in America. Yeah, very true. They've probably just got some cucumber sandwiches. I'd imagine so. Yeah. Can you imagine if, if those people that were turning up to these rallies in America with guns were black? Oof. <laughs> Well, um, do, do you remember a while back when that Indian reservation didn't want its drinking water contaminated by that pipeline? Yeah. And they protested peacefully and they sent in armed police. Yeah, do you know what Obama said? What did he say? Oh, he said, it, well, I'll just let it be, see what happens. <laughs> he let the fucking police attack peaceful protesters. Some woman got her arm blown off by a grenade. Wow. America! Fuck uh, you! Yeah. Oh, man. Don has been pretty uh, annoyed this week, though, hasn't he? How has he? Did he stormed see... off, didn't he? At, uh, he gave his stock answer, like, China. Ask China. The journalist gave him the, the question, why are you, not, are you bagging about your television ratings rather than 80,000 people are dead? And he's like, ask China. Fuck you. And she was... Of Chinese American descent, and she pulled her mask down and said, "Why are you why are you saying that to me?" <laughs> and then another a female journalist put her hand up and said, "He says, yeah, you, you." And she says, "Let my colleague finish her question." And he goes, hey. "No, no, next one." And to be fair to, her, she said, "Well, let the first woman finish her question," but then he stormed off. Oh, well, did you see that video I sent earlier? It's only a minute long. It's yeah, most, I did. It's fucking awesome. Most American thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Hang on, I've got to go back and check now because I've been smoking weed and I can't remember. It's a man fire. You'll love it. It's a man firing. Oh yeah, yeah, firing the um the guns to yeah. station number down. Yeah, loved it. How American is that? <laughs> yeah. It is very American. It was awesome yeah. though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
trigger discipline. Yeah. Is <coughs> <it> was perfect? <coughs> it's not corona. I just picked my nose and it made me sneeze. Okay, if you say so. I do sound quite corona this um, episode. I'm not. I'm smoking heavily. <laughs> <laughs> and I am I because nicotine stops you getting the coronavirus. Oh, well, apparently so. Yeah, so I'm laying. I'm going I, probably, I probably sound weird because I'm podcasting in a laying down position for the first time because of a head banging injury. <laughs> Why have you got a head banging injury? <laughs> because I did head banging and I'm an old man. <laughs> did it hurt your neck? Did it? I can't move my fucking head, you cunt. You're perfectly aware of this. <laughs> he told us off air, listen, said he didn't want to mention it on the show. <laughs> it is rather pathetic, isn't it? And it's not as if I was like, headbanging for an entire concert. It was like, like two songs, maybe. Maybe three. <laughs> what were the songs? I don't even think it was anything that heavy. It might have been Nirvana. I think it's because I had my hair down. And I was like, oh, look, I could do the windmill thing. Because for the listener, if you don't know what I look like, I've recently regrown my hair and it's quite long. I hadn't headbanged in years and I quite enjoyed it. It's quite a fun feeling. But then, yeah, this morning I woke up and I thought, what the fuck has happened? Uh-huh. Uh, who, who kicked my ass? Did I get... <laughs> I feel like I've been ddp on the concrete. But then it, <laughs> memories came back to me. It's like, oh, no, no, you just nodded your head for a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I've been there, don't worry. <laughs> and I haven't even got hair. <laughs> well, did we... F- I'm, I'm so concerned. Did we finish the... No, we haven't finished it yet. Uh, yeah, we have. It's pretty much done. I can't That's remember it. what it was. She's wearing a mask and she got a hole. Oh, yeah. Oh, me. We uh, didn't have any negative effects at all, does it? I mean... Can you believe the fucking stupidity? Mm. It's not just American people, let's face it. I mean, it's fucking... A lot of Western nations are pretty fucking dumb. We're a dumb species, Ben. We think we're clever, but we're fucking not. Well, yeah, we have luminaries who are clever. The rest of us just get by. And then you've got the people who aren't very clever at all. Of course, you're one of the luminaries, aren't you, Ben? No, no, no. I'm not a luminary. I'm not a... Brian Cox or a Stephen Hawking or an Einstein or a... That was humility. Oh, I don't believe it. <laughs> I'm gobsmacked. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a nerd, brainiac nerd. I'm just a... Just a golden god. Just a golden god trying to lead the human resistance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, in the weird news, restaurant using blow-up dolls to enforce social distancing. And I'll just say right at the front, they are using blow-up dolls wrong. They certainly <laughs> are. That is not good to use them. A South Carolina restaurant partially reopening for dine-in customers is keeping the tables compliant with social distancing guidelines by filling the dining room with blow-up dolls. The Open Hearth restaurant in uh, Taylor's closed its dining room due to the COVID-19 pandemic on March 17th and was allowed to reopen this week with a reduced capacity and a requirement that customers are seated six feet apart. The owner of the eatery, Paula Starr, and her husband, Jimmy, said they didn't want the restaurant to look empty when customers came in to eat. 
Instead of using scary yellow tape or roping off the empty tables, we used freaky, horrible, lifeless blow-up dolls instead. <laughs> Are you good Jimmy Star? Hey. I, Jimmy and Port Jimmy Star. Jimmy Star. I'll get you a blow-up doll if you want. <laughs> how, how old do you want it to be? Jimmy Star. It sounds like one of Delboy's fucking associates, yeah. doesn't he? <laughs> sounds like a dodgy... Sex toy salesman that Delboy knows. Monkey Harris. Jimmy Star. Jimmy, you got me a bunch of fucking Filipino teen slave, sex slave bulk dolls. I didn't ask for these. Uh I'm Jimmy Star. You'll get what you're given. If not, you have to go to Paddy the Greek next door. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this lady said she ordered the G-rated kind, which I think in the American for PG of inflatable dolls from Amazon, dressed them up like customers and seated them at the tables that be off limits. My grandson told me they look kind of creepy, she said. But I think when people walk in, they're going to laugh. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. It could go horribly wrong and you could end up with people uh, just just mentally fucking the shit out of all these blow-up dolls. Um, <laughs> they may do that, or maybe they have a little bit more restraint in a restaurant. You say it's going to turn into you know, a sex orgy, guys. Yeah. A dull sex orgy. Yeah. You, you go in, you order a steak, and you're sitting there, and you're thinking, well, I'm the only one here so far, and these bloke dolls, I mean, I can see what they're there for, right? It's a bit creepy, but whatever. And then the next thing you know, a bunch of other people come in and just start fucking them while I'm eating my steak. Mm. Like, what? Well, what in Rome, Ben? Yeah, I just join in, spit roast a dog. Fucking a blow up doll. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not, I'm not down for that. I spit roast a blow up doll with some other manly man whilst eating my steak with my bare hands. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not having sex with a blow up doll. Why not? Probably got more personality than some of the things you've had sex with. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is personal. Oh. <laughs> that is personal. Wow. I, I, feel personal. I feel personally attacked. You were personally attacked. You've had a roasting, haven't you, this episode? Ben? I certainly have. At least it's not a spit roasting, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, with a blow-up doll. It's fine. Well, I think that concludes. I don't have sex with a lifeless rubber and an amateur object. I am so sorry. Why not? You prefer a nice tentacly alien? <laughs> look, you know the Who's alien woman I Annie? want. She's green. She's got red hair. Here we come to it, guys. This is what it's all been building up to. Green with red hair. Ben's ultimate fantasy because he thinks he's Captain Kirk. Yeah. For fuck's sake. You know when they remade the... Um... Star Trek thing again, and the other exactly. one of the Hemsworths as, as Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. You see the bit when he fucks the green chick. There's a scene where he's in bed with two alien twins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but Ben first <laughs> got to be in command of a starship and like be dashing and handsome. Yeah. Yeah, these things are impossible. Well, I'm dashing and handsome. Oh, um, I've got a very yeah. dashing uh, beard going on, quarantine beard going on right now. Dashing, is it, Ben? Yeah, it is dashing, yeah. That's not a sort of the day's bum fluff. 
Oh, for a world-class psychologist. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm saying you should be somebody's PhD. <laughs> I don't know what you're on about. I a, think team, this is, uh, a team of researchers studying you. I think this is victimisation. What do you mean? You just forced us to relive your... Alien porn fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> you made just... us listen to your your dream shag. Hang on. At no point did I ever go into full on detail about Hang my on. alien porn wait, fantasies. Wait. wait, you didn't pick these stories because you thought they were the most plausible ones. You picked the ones that turned you on the most. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Me? Yeah. This is your wanking material, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm always watching alien porn on, on Pornhub. Gonna, yeah, Mike, he's going to listen back to himself reading these stories out, and then that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to have a fucking belt around his neck. On, Are you suggesting but... <laughs> that I'm so egotistical, I would have a wank listening to my own voice? Yeah. Yes, I am. Oh, you're absolutely right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. So let's end the show. <laughs> <laughs> we foiled uh, him. <laughs> I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. Don't drink the flavour aid. Don't join a cult. Watch some alien porn. Go for it. Stay safe. Uh, I've been Gaz. Free Biff Tannen. Fuck Carol Baskin, but don't fuck aliens because they're not real. <laughs> Hang on, you believe in aliens? I know, I know, I tried to correct myself. I believe in aliens, but I don't believe these men and women that believe. I'm not going through this again. Shut up, Ben. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening. I've been, mate. Thanks for listening. Peace out, may the force be with you. Peace, peace, everybody.